Get it? Sussex Squad? Squadcast? Podcast? Not to be confused with the Sussex Squad podcast, which is a great podcast. I really recommend you subscribe to them, listen to them. I've listened to them, all of their episodes, actually. Um, they do a really great job. I thought it was really important. I listened to them and to my Duke and I, but um, those are the only royal podcasts that talk about Megan that I listen to. Um, and so I just wanted to be another person to add to that conversation, any conversation about her, especially one that is being driven on social media. Um, speaking of social media, I am Sussex Squad on uh, Instagram and Sussex Squad on Twitter. So those are my handles. Some of y'all, you might follow me. You might kind of hear me reference some things that I have talked about or posted uh, previously, but that's me. So um, a brief introduction. Um, like I said, I'm V. I'm a Meghan Markle fan from back in the suit days. Um, I'm an American woman, you can probably hear. I am a Southern black woman. And I think having a filter in 2019 is kind of overrated. So let me just warn you ahead of time. Um, I'm going to try to keep it classy. Um, I don't really know what my format is going to be yet, but whatever. Um, this will be pretty, pretty ghetto <laughs> in the beginning, but... Um, I will tell the truth, and that part is kind of like non-negotiable. Um, there might be shade, there may be some tea, whatever. Uh, there will definitely be profanity, and that's not going to change. Um, this is a podcast for any and everyone, but um, I go hard for women. Uh, I go hard for women of color, and black women in particular. So um, sometimes we are the only ones defending and protecting ourselves. Um, so you know, just kind of want to put that out there and, and you can see it, we see it playing out with Megan, um, right before our eyes. So, um, sure. All duchesses matter, but, uh, I stand and defend the one whose mama got dressed. So I'm sorry for how that sounds. I don't mean it to be received in any particular way, but I'm just kind of putting that out there up front. First episode, first, whatever, uh, just to be aware because, I don't want anybody coming to me saying, oh, you know, you should be this way or that way. If it ain't for you, it ain't for you. And that's fine. You know, I just wanted to be be pretty clear. Um, there's plenty of, you know, podcasts to, to subscribe to. Or they don't have to be from the Sussex Squad. They can be from anybody, you know. They can be one of those other, you know, <laughs> I won't mention them. Because I don't want to shit on anybody. But um, if this is not for you, and that's okay. Um, and after a few episodes, if you're still here, then say, Hey, you know what I mean? Ultimately, I just want to engage with the community across platforms because, um, I think together as, as the Sussex squad, quote unquote, Sussex squad, right? The fandom on, on Twitter or really on social media, um, as a collective, I think we can rewrite, if not completely dictate the narrative around the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Um, because we saw what happened if we relied on the media to do that. And to do that fairly. And they have absolutely no interest in doing that fairly. Um, and if the media won't tell the truth, then it is on us to tell the truth. Two people who may just only kind of see news about Megan in passing. You know, of course, we're a community online and we engage with one another. We kind of know things as they pop off right then. But you got to think, most people don't really know very much about Megan. 
they know probably more about Harry, like your lay person on the street. They know more about Harry because of Princess Diana and having known him, you know, in the public eye for so long. Most people um, only know her via her relationship with him, even though she was an actress for years, you know. Um, and so much since much of the vitriol has is being directed at Megan, just any little bit of news that comes across people's, um, you know, phone screens or whatever, uh, if it's not right, they might just go with it, not really thinking to question it. And so I think having another voice out there is just super important. Um, there's a lot of people, it's a lot of hate and it's a lot of, um, a lot of people who are interested. And so it's important that they get at least the right narrative. Um, why the name, um, why the name Sussex set? Okay. Well, and not that that's super important, but, um, well, first, I, I didn't want to call it the Sussex Squad podcast. A, that's already out there. Like I said, that's that's great. Um, but Sussex Squad, you know, as a group, as a fandom, we're, we're worldwide, to be honest. I mean, like, by definition, right? Because the Commonwealth is all across the world. He's from there. She's from America. You know, America's this huge country. Everybody is paying attention. Everybody is up to the minute on things that are happening because of the Internet and the nature of, of the way we get news now and how quickly we get it. So we out here, we everywhere, you know, and Megan and Harry fans are everyone from billionaires like Oprah and Beyonce to brokies like me. Um, everyone in between, humanitarians, presidents, prime ministers, you got moguls, math teachers from Paris, France to Paris, Texas. There is a Paris, Texas. Um, but we all out here, like we, we out here, you know, and some of the more famous people in their orbit are... People that I have been fans of for decades, uh, particularly Serena Williams. Um, she's like my personal champion. Like she's just like a bad bitch through and through. Um, and I actually love Serena Williams for many of the reasons that I defend Megan. Um, I love Megan for different reasons, but I defend her as like as as vehemently as I defend Serena because she gets a lot of the shit that, that, that people just piled on Serena and she's had to deal with for years and years and years. But, um, so, you know, with people like Serena Williams, but like beyond her, Megan and Harry are using the network of global power players. Um, and better yet, these power players are making themselves available to the Duke and Duchess of Sussex in order, uh, for the most possible good to be done with their platform. And I want to highlight that where I can. Um, but let me emphasize, it doesn't matter who you are, what your age is, where you're from, what's in your bank account. I think we all play a part. And so we're all responsible for our voices and our deed, our deeds. So um, along those same lines, just like right up front, I want to just give a great big shout out to um, Free Peeper, at Free Peeper on Twitter, um, and just say, sis, you did that with the global Sussex baby shower, um, that hashtag, like it was so important that that was done, um, that initiative was taken, but that, um, it was followed through with, um, by people in the Sussex squad, because that was truly like a global thing. And it's, of course, it's still going on, but I just want to thank you for being an example, for being a spark that shows that light reaches further than darkness ever will. Um, even in the midst of all of the shit that they were saying and, you know, are still saying about Megan, um, you showed how a thought and an idea can become 
a movement. And I have to thank you guys, Sussex Squad, um, especially on Twitter, for ensuring that the, the baby shower continued to spread. Um, I saw things on Good Morning America, just on, at least in America, you know, all of the, um, main, um, like outlets, People Magazine, I think like Glamour Magazine and all of these things. It's just amazing how something was, that was started on Twitter is like in all of these publications. And of course, all of the, the British people too, uh, I feel, <laughs> uh, publications, some, you know, some some bias and some just seeking clicks because they know that that's a story and it's a story that they didn't create. It's one that was created online by uh, free people. So, um, by the way, that is still going on. That is from mother's day, um, uh, in the UK to mother's day in May, which is, um, what happens in the U S mother's day. So it's a good bit of time. Please do continue to donate. If you're, you know, if you can hear me, um, do donate. Let's try to get, uh, let's just try to get the names of these charities and patronage, patronages out there. Um, I think it's such a rare thing to like, I think in the back of most people's mind, they think giving to charity is great. Yeah, it's good. But like, it's different to actually put it in action. Like what if we actually made that mainstream, made that like a, a common thing that was just something that people did. Um, I think it would be cool for, you know, names like CanFed, Wellchild, SmartWorks, you know, Mayhew, Little Village, Lunchbox Fund, all of these uh, entities to be on, you know what I mean? Just in the lexicon and in, in, in everybody's, um, you know, in front of everybody and it not be something that's just so rare, you know? So... I don't really know what this podcast is or what it's ultimately going to sound like. Um, this is, again, just an introductory episode. But today in Bitch You Tried It, okay, I want to address some things that have kind of been sort of weighing on me a little bit. Just irking me about how people are talking about the Duke, the, the, really the Duke and Duchess, but let's be real, really just the Duchess um of Sussex well the Duchess really because it's only one as far as I'm concerned no shade but for real I don't pay attention to nobody else um it's no secret that the current narrative right has been unfair it's been deliberately misleading okay it has been passive aggressive okay it's been real passive aggressive and um I don't know if you can tell, but I can't stand no passive-aggressive bitch. Say what you need to say, right? But, of course, you can't do that because you got, you know, you got this publication's name above your name um, when you're writing your little articles, and so you got to be professional, And but really, you're just being a Becky. Um, but so it's been passive-aggressive and just downright racist. So I just want to address those things as they kind of been weighing on me a little bit, and, you know, up to this point, I've kind of mostly said nothing. I've just kind of been tweeting and things, but... Or like ranting on Instagram. I know y'all hate my long ass posts sometimes, but um so question. Um, at what point did it become okay to troll a pregnant woman nonstop? Like, really think about that. From the time, let's see, from the time she announced her pregnancy, which was in October, right? The day of the of the tour. Um, there was there might have been one day when people stopped, you know, didn't come down on Megan, but it started pretty soon after that. And I, if I'm not mistaken, right. 
um, that time that she wore that blue dress, I can't remember what country they were in, but she put her, her that was the first time I saw her put her hand on her um, belly. Um, that's when people thought, okay, yeah, it's good. It, that's the permission that I needed. I needed to go in and I need to just talk about how fucking annoying it is that she's putting her hand on her belly. I feel like that's when it started. So that was, that was during the tour. That was the same, probably the same week that she announced her pregnancy. But it just sort of feels like everybody that has an issue, not even just with the bump, the bump grabbing, um, just any excuse to pile on. It's like people are doing that. Um, and it's like literally from start to finish to where now she's about to give birth. She might've already given birth for all we know, which I hope she did, you know, um, you know, it's just like, nobody has any standards anymore, you know, or is it that you only have standards when it comes to uh, a subject who is not black, not a person of color, you know, because I ain't British. And so I don't really read y'all tabloids, but I don't remember nobody saying nothing about how bad Kate was being treated when she was pregnant. And she was, she's pregnant three times so far. I don't remember nobody piling on her, you know? Um, but anyway, these journalists, quote unquote journalists, right? Cause we have to use that lightly. Um, I, you definitely know what you're doing and you know that you're stoking hatred, um, which actually is pretty dangerous because, um, we already saw somebody get arrested for threatening Harry for being a quote unquote race trader. Right. Um, and threatening his life at that now. Um, and I'm glad that Megan doesn't read any of that, but if you actually look at the things that have taken place since she's even just been back from the tour, you know, she's aware of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know that she's aware of it and that it is very problematic. Even if she never read a word, because what do we know has happened so far? Even uh, up until recently, um, where Oprah went on TV talking about the coverage was unfair. She talked to Gail King after they announced that, you know, Harry and her are going to work on a mental health, a mental health docuseries, um, that that coverage is unfair. That's coming from Oprah Winfrey, but it first came from George Clooney. I know y'all remember that, right? George Clooney said that, you know, she's being treated like Diana and at what point is enough enough. And of course all the cane bitches came out and it was like, you know, she ain't no Diana and y'all don't need to be treating her. I mean, y'all don't need to be comparing her to Diana. She'll never be Diana. But at the same time, these are some of these same people are writing things online about, oh, they want her to lose her baby. They want her to die. These types of things. You know what I mean? Um, but so this is all the hatred that these people are soaking. Um, you've had um, her friends come out in People Magazine well, of course, you know they respect Megan enough to ask for her permission. They're not going to come out as a group, whether anonymous or not. Um, so I, I know Serena was one of them. They're not going to do that without her prior approval. So if they felt they needed to do that, somebody had to tell her about how terrible this coverage was. And people who know her personally, they know it's all bullshit. Um but I think the person who told her how terrible the covers was was probably Harry. Like, Megan ain't stupid, but, um, you know, because when they were dating, Harry even released that letter, right, in 2016, talking about the racist coverage in both the U.S. and in the, in, in England. But uh, I think it was mostly in England. But um, Harry reads those papers. I mean, I still read them 
why I do not know, but I have to read them just for peace of mind, just to know what they've written. He takes names so he knows who wrote what when he sees them the next time. Harry a real one. Harry a real one. That's why I stand the Duke of Sus Sussex because um, you can see he has a very protective nature and maybe that stems from the fact that his mother died the way that she did and he's talked very, very openly about how when she died, and not to really go down that road because, you know, that's a lot, but um, that there were people taking pictures of her, some of the same people that wrote lies about her and her life and her death. You're not even trying to give her no dignity. You're not even trying to get her help because, you, you know what I mean? Um, so you can kind of see the man Harry, the soon-to-be father Harry, um, especially when he found the woman that he knew he was going to marry, you know, because Harry probably knew he was going to wife Megan within like five minutes of sitting down with her. You know, let's be real about it. Um, he knew that that protection he couldn't give his mother when he was a child because no child should have to offer that amount of protection for their mother. Um, he was going to damn show make sure he has that for his wife and his unborn child. So Harry, he read those papers as a teenager and you better believe, and I'm not saying he's just kind of pouring over them, but he knows who's saying what. That's what I feel. And so um, he doesn't like it very much. And you can kind of see in his body language when they go places. Um, when they went to Morocco, Harry me mugged. <laughs> I think there was like a line of photographers at one point. Um, it was the same day they saw the horses. And Harry put himself between Megan and those photographers. And he me mugged every last one of their asses. Uh, so Harry Harry ain't having it. And, and I'm, I'm living. But like, <laughs> I just think that it just... It means that these people never, the people that are writing about Megan, these things about her, um, that they know a lot, they know it's bullshit, um, and they just kind of want to see what sticks. Um, they never intended to learn anything from Diana's death, uh, life or death, because it's not like she had it completely easy when things looked like they were going well. Um, it's like they never intended to learn anything, and it's like, they're only using them for clicks. And we knew that, but now it's so obvious. Like, they're not even trying to hide the fact, you know? Um, and that really, 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 really bothers me. Um, like, it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter where the clicks come from, girl, uh, as long as they get them. And that's where it becomes dangerous because <sighs> that's where, like, you have the Sussex Squad community, right? But then you have like the anti-Sussex squad community. It's not even, and I say, let me go back because I use the word Cane bitches. Cane bitches. Okay, those are not Cambridge fans, and I'm sorry. They're not Kate fans. They are people who mask them, like they mask as Kate fans, but they're really just anti-Megan. They don't give a fuck about Kate. They don't give a fuck about the Duke of uh, Cambridge. They're just some little bitches who wants to, they want to spread uh, hate and um, dissension online because Harry didn't pick a white bitch like them. I'm going to be real. And if this podcast ain't for you, girl, go ahead and turn it off. They don't care about Kate. They just hate Megan. So these journalists, they, they write things that stoke that shit. Helps create and stoke, you know, um, just to keep it alive because those communities are the cliques that they're relying on because they ain't getting them from me. And I don't think they're getting them from you. I got almost a thousand people blocked on Twitter. And I don't even have that many followers. 
you know, but you have communities that are devoted to being anti-Megan. You want to, you want a perfect example of where, where you can find one. And I, you might've seen me mention him on my Twitter at some point, not so much lately, but Gary Janetti, go look at his comments on Instagram. Anytime he posts about Megan, you see the engagement go up. You see the, the number of comments go up. People replying to each other. You got some, you know, diehard Megan fans who are out there knocking them down. You know what I mean? But at the same time, they don't care about anything else that he posts as if they see something about Megan, especially if she's some seven, eight, nine months pregnant and her hand on, on her belly, you know, and, you know, he uses this child to, um, you know what I mean? To stoke the fires of hate. They go in like they really, and these are the same people that be on these, uh, hate Instagram pages. You find the hate and they call us bots, but they really are the hate bots on Twitter masking as Cambridge fans. Um, so they're just some little bitches. So that, that's the thing that is very ir- irresponsible because if you're a journalist and you're in a, um, you're supposed to be in a objective, neutral position and you're positioning yourself as that. Um, but you know that what you're doing is is making people, um, you're trying to change the way people think uh, about this person that you don't like. Because if you really pay attention, these people that we have problems with or the people that, that I'm not going to mention by name, but you know who they are, um, that make all these false predictions and it comes back, you know, you have literally seen screenshots of, uh, one thing. And then a few weeks later, months later, you know, one tweet. And then there's another tweet by the same person and they're completely contradicting themselves or news has come out that their quote unquote scoop didn't really, you know, it didn't really check out. And so they're made out to be look like a liar. These are people who are telling you and telling us who they really are. They say things that they want to happen, even if they don't have any clue how it'll play out. So, for example, there's a clip that I actually just saw today of um, this old ass man. You probably know who he is, but, you know, I'll put the clip in there. But he he said there is an issue here. Megan is American. Nothing wrong with being an American. But Harry is an HRH. And as an American, she can't be an HRH because uh, you don't get titles. Uh, you don't even get a courtesy title. And bitch, here she is, the Her Royal Highness, honey, the Duchess of Sussex, bitch. You, you know what I'm saying? But you didn't want her to have a title. You didn't know whether or not the queen wanted her to have a title. You don't know whether or not the queen actually cared whether or not she had a title. You just didn't want her to have a title. Just like this same person, you didn't want Harry to propose to her. You wanted her to only be a fling. You wanted her to just be somebody that Harry just dip in and out of and then he go on to his lily lily white, little English rose type bitch and marry. That's what you wanted, all right? So when it didn't play out that way, yeah, of course, you're going to play along. Like, oh, yeah, we so happy for Harry, but... Not really, because the proof is in the pudding and you tell us what you're thinking. And so that goes for all the other little uh, individuals who write nasty and ugly things about them. And then they come back online and they say, oh, you guys are bullying us and you guys are, you know, you just create accounts just to come on and, 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 you know, call us names when we're just doing our jobs. And they even wrote a whole piece about how we were bots, right? And that's one of the things that I thought was funny about the Sussex baby shower is that bots don't donate. 
what what they don't donate and do all these screenshots and and show that they're they're donating to these specific charities tied to this person that we're a fan of. So it's like everything that they they say kind of gets knocked down over time, but the damage is done when they say it, when they're getting the clicks, when they're winning awards because they got, you know, viewership or regardless of whether what they're saying is bullshit or not. Um that really fucking grind my gears, bro. It really does. I think that like I said they're not trying to learn anything from um the damage caused via Diana. What they're doing is what my grandma calls you throwing your rock and you hide your hand. You throw the rock and you hide your hand. You know you're doing damage when you post this bullshit online. You know you're doing damage when you go on television and or you, you go on your own little podcast and you say some nasty things or some passive aggressive things. But, oh my God, but yeah, you know what? She's really so great. And But then you, you know what I'm saying? You say ugly things and then you, or lies, right? And then you go on to these little um, docuseries type things like on ABC, not docuseries, but where they do a segment and then they have a quote-unquote royal insider and it'd be the same bitch who said that nasty shit in some other online publication. But she's on there singing Megan's praises. Oh, right, because she got a book to promote. You know what I mean? Just that, like that old fat-ass butterball. He says some of the worst things about Megan. But he got a book he's promoting. He has... I think he got. I think I saw a screenshot that said he had a podcast coming out. You know what I mean? So... It's it's like shameless, it's like shameless bullying for profit. That's really what it is. Shameless bullying for profit. And it shouldn't happen to anybody. But the fact that it happens to Megan in a way that we haven't seen since Diana. And then people try to say that it's not happening and that it's just in our imagination that's where you set up things. That's where you 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 kind of make way for all kinds of bullshit to happen. And so this is where I'm actually also grateful for some American publications who actually see the shit, see that you're lying and calling you on it publicly. Um, and so I don't know. I guess that's just my little vent. But um, yeah, they don't care where their clicks come from. So don't click. Um, but like, let's just go through some of the things that were said about her over the course of her pregnancy, just her pregnancy, even the day before she announced that she was pregnant. Remember, she went to the wedding and she wore that navy blue coat and she never opened it. All right. Oh, and then she announced that she was pregnant the next day. Oh, well, you're stealing Eugenie's thunder. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I guess she just wants it to be about her. She's a celebrity. And then it was the stories about her making Kate, Kate cry, which, to keep it all the way real, bitch Kate was probably crying about something else. And I'm going to leave that at that. Uh, she was probably crying about something else. But I don't know. She did just have a baby. And so your emotions are kind of all over the place. But... That was a whole story. And that that went worldwide. Um, people ran away with it. Guess who stayed silent, bitch? Kensington Palace. Um, then it was, oh, she's a diva. And she works too hard. She wake up at 5 a.m. And she be sending us emojis and shit. <laughs> okay, bitch, do your job. Um, but whatever. You know, it was it was her being demanding and being a diva. And then this whole idea of her being 
Hurricane Megan. And y'all know I already got my theories about where that came from. It's the Duchess whose mom always refers to herself as a hurricane. All of a sudden, now Duchess of Sussex is being called a hurricane. But that's just a theory. But it's one. It's a workable theory, girl. Um, oh, she touches her bump too much. This is all throughout her pregnancy. Oh, she's mean to her dad. This dad that, what do you mean? The one that was lying and the one that abuses her? Him? Um, oh, well, she's not close with her family. That ought to tell you something right there, Harry. Oh, Harry, you don't seem happy. You haven't been happy since before you was met, before you was with Megan. Before you met her, you ain't been happy since. I ain't seen you smile since. You know what I mean? She had the baby shower. Oh, Megan, ooh, she's spending all this money. Why is she going to New York? Do we even have baby showers over here in England? <laughs> I know, I know y'all don't talk like that, but... Obviously, I'm poking fun, but, um, you know, yeah, she got rich friends. Y'all mad about it? Y'all mad about it? Yeah, she got a friend who say, yeah, girl, go on, use my jet. Yeah, I'll see you when you get here. Stay mad. <laughs> you know, that's what you're really mad about because you don't care. Like, if Kate was doing all of this, and I only keep bringing Kate up because she's the comparable duchess. If she was doing all of this, nobody would have an issue. Nobody would have an issue. You might not even be paying attention. You know what I mean? And I, you meaning the people who write the nonsense about Megan. Um, you know, and two, now it's, oh, well, you know, you having this baby and you ain't even showing us the baby. Let us see your baby. You mean the baby that you bashed the whole time I was pregnant and you bashing me. So you bashing my child by default because you don't care about my child's health. Because you don't care about mine. You don't care about my mental health. You making up all these lies about me. But you want to see my baby though, right? You know what I mean? It's like, you want, you want me to do all the things that you expect me to do while you are hitting me over the head with nonsense every day. This is why I stand Megan. Because she did not care about the, you, the fake outrage that people are having now. Because she knows who she is. But if even if they had thought about maybe doing a photo call or maybe, you know, giving them a glimpse not so long after she gave birth, all that shit went out the window. When they showed that they was not going to stop piling on, all of that went out the window. And I'm sure Harry and Megan made that decision together. So I'm glad about it. The audacity of you... You know, some passive aggressive individual who thinks that you have the, the right to influence what Megan does with her body and her baby after you have made up lies about her. So it's 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 mind boggling how when this woman came in and she told you she was a feminist and she's showing you that she is a feminist and she's she's basically living her truth and you are surprised and mad. That she's not going to stand up with some heels on and a beat face and a fresh new dress and sit up there and smile for the same motherfuckers who call her a diva and who was mad about her rubbing on this baby that's probably now in her arms. You know, that you you picture being in, in her arms in front of you right out of the hospital. Bitch, you tried it. You tried it. You really did. But that kind of shows you the... The thought process of people, I think. Um, 
there's a great article that I read from the Guardian, um, and I, I, I might read a couple of segments of it, but uh, where the woman who wrote it talks about how the royals, in a way, they kind of become public property, at least in the mind of the taxpayers, right? Because we're paying for you. So therefore, you need to do what we tell you to do, A, B, and C. But I really appreciate Megan for bringing a different, different kind of swag to it. Because actually, no, you don't sorry and just because previous royals whoever they may be allowed you to think that doesn't mean that that has to go on in perpetuity just because that's the way it went and that's why y'all are feeling that's why y'all are feeling the way you're feeling um but the article is called uh good on megan and harry for letting the curtain fall on the royal birth media circus because that's what it is, is a circus. I have never met a woman who gave birth and then stood stood up somewhere taking pictures. And in fact, Princess Diana talked about how after she gave birth to her first son, she did the photo call, but when she got in the car, she cried her eyes out. Because how dehumanizing is that? Yeah, you're royal, but you're not nobody's property. The author gave her point of view on um, another writer's take on Kate and the Queen along those lines that the royals are property y'all need to do what we want you to do and it was kind of sad like really like taking on this perspective um it's sad for people who have the perspective but also the people who are impacted by it for a moment she had turned back from the figurehead into the young woman she was before monarchy froze her and made her a thing a thing which only had meaning when it was exposed a thing that existed only to be looked at, end quote. And that's talking about the queen. Now imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine years, decades, nay, centuries of this, you know, like this idea that we own y'all. We, you know, even though they got privilege, you know, they got all of the trappings. They got them all, but they're still human. You know what I mean? Um, and then the, it continues, quote, Diana's death was that dislocating time when the skin came off the surface of the world and the inner vision cleared and we saw the archetypes clear and plain. Two decades on, the archetypes remained the same, which is why I can't help but be impressed by the decision taken by Megan to refuse to allow the world's media into the private charged moment of the birth of her first child. In doing so, she is rejecting the feminine role she is under pressure to play of a sacrificial mannequin, even the hardened cynics, who will say the change of tack is PR-related because the royals look desperately anachronistic, which surely will blah, 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 blah. Okay, and then it ends with, and yet the tabloid media does not take kindly to being excluded. I suspect there will be, will be a price. Well... A price of what kind? You know, who's going to dictate that? What price? You know, the price that, what price can the toilet paper tabloids exact on the Duke and Duchess of Sussex that they haven't already, you know, had to endure? You know, you're already calling them names. You're already making up lies. You already are trying to um, characterize them in a way that is completely inaccurate, only just so you can have 
um, your 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 hate groups um, come in and give you clicks. You can't do anything else to them. Not not to my knowledge. Uh, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but you can't stop them from doing what they do, how they want to do it, especially given that they have cut y'all all the way motherfucking off. And you better believe they run a tight ship. They're not at Kensington Palace. So you don't have uh, some quote unquote sources, some of the same little hoes that was working for um, the same people that was working for the Cambridges coming to you, telling you what the T is at the Sussexes. You know, you don't have that. Their office is in a different location. Their uh, PR leader is a completely different person, and she ain't even British. Well, she is British, but she's an American uh, also. So, um, and she's run tight ships. Like, that's what she does. You not get no leaks from the Sussex camp. And not only that, but they don't even live in the ghetto no more. They don't live in Kensington Palace, girl. They live out there in the Queen's favorite estate, which is Windsor Castle. They live out there. You know, so you can't make up stuff about them. Well, you can, but you can't be taken seriously anymore, girl, because we know you ain't got no sources. You have none. So I don't know what the price is. You know, sure, what are they just going to do? Make up more lies? But either way, I thought the article was great, and I recommend that you read it um, and just kind of, um, I guess, give time and attention to those that are actually being objective and fair. Um, and here's what I'll be paying attention to going forward. Um, in the immediate future, anyway, I want to pay attention to how they treat her after the birth. I want to pay attention to the lies, and I want to see who attempts to tell lies. Um, because like I say, I know you don't know, you know, I know some of these people writing these things, they don't know. They're not verifying anything. So I'm going to pay attention to the lies that they're telling. And, uh, especially with the, the change of scenery for the Sussexes, um, I'm going to pay attention to the level of frustration in the British tabloid media. Um, because you can kind of sense that it's there. They're not really voicing it in the way, but we can kind of sense that it's there because they don't have an end. Um, and I want to pay attention to how people treat the baby. The fact of the matter is people want to know what the baby looks like because they know black, they know black genes got a way of reaching all the way fucking into the future. You, you know what I'm saying? They want to make sure a slave ancestor ain't coming through with kinks. You know what I'm saying? Or coming through with no extra melanin. They want to see what the baby looks like. That's why they're so, um, that's why they're so adamant about seeing the baby right off, even though they're going to see the baby eventually. But, and, and even though you're not going to be able to control what the baby looks like anyway, but I want to see what, how they treat the child based on how, cause we already see how they treat Megan, even though Megan, I wouldn't even say that she's white passing because she's not, but she's fair skin. But there's this idea, like they know she's not white they know she's not coming from white parents to white parents so they treat her like she black so i want to see if they do this baby like that because that baby is still a descendant of slaves of american slaves you know what i mean that baby's only living grandmother is a black woman so i'm gonna be, i'm gonna be paying attention to that and um also to the well wishes from celebrities and politicians and dignitaries and stuff and um, how the British media responds to those, because those are just going to be coming out of the woodwork. It doesn't matter who, you know, um, you know, whether it was Will or Harry, it's because everybody loves those, uh, brothers because of what they witnessed, um, them endure with the death of their mom. And so it's just a lot of affection for them. And so I want to see, um, 
how the media reacts uh, and characterizes those. Uh, because even still, they're going to try to control the narrative to fit what they what they want to put out. So, um, I don't know if that was a, a rant, but that's just some of the things that I was thinking about. But I get, I have to say, you know, here's to Megan and here's to you if you have made it this far. Uh, those of you listening to the Sussex Squad, continue stunting on these hating assholes because they're going to be mad anyway. Continue to be kind because in 2019, it feels like kindness is a revolutionary act. I know that's a saying, but it's it feels true more than ever now. And to continue to speak your truth, um, not just the truth, but your truth, because you're the only one who can speak that. And we need more of that in the world. Please make sure you subscribe. Drop me a five-star review. Or you can drop a one-star review if you think this shit is trash. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but but share it on Twitter. Tag me on Twitter. Say what's up on Twitter and IG. You can find me at Sussex Squad on Twitter and Sussex Squad on IG. Or you can write me, DM me at either of those places, or you can email me at um, SussexSquad at gmail.com. Um, just say hello, because I, like I like when people say hello. Um and I'll be seeing you again. Make sure you subscribe to um, the Sussex Squad podcast as well as my Duke and I because I think they do a great job of not just being fair, but being true. Being true to what's really going on. You know, it's us, you know? So make sure you do that and I'll catch y'all next time. Peace. I'm a bad bitch. You might kill me. Kill me.